it's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Welcome to the IHSA Safety Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Rayner. And on today's episode, we're going to be speaking with Derek Jackson from WSIB as we learn a little bit more about WSIB and the services that they provide to Ontario, Ontario's businesses. So Derek, great to have you here. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me join, Ken. I'm looking forward to the discussion. All right. So um, we're looking to demystify what is WSIB, the Workplace Safety and Insurance Board, because I, you know, there's there's certainly instances where we have people, uh, businesses that um, know a lot about WSIB, and there is, is lots of instances where we've got no, very little knowledge of it. So let's start with what we'd call the elevator pitch for WSIB. So this is something that I've, you know, I've heard about before where, you know, you, you get into an elevator and you've got maybe 60 seconds to explain to somebody else either what, you know, who you are or who your organization is that you work for. So Derek, how about giving me the elevator pitch on WSIB and the services it provides to Ontario businesses? Yeah, for sure, Ken. I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, so at the WSIB, it's it's our vision to make Ontario one of the healthiest and safest places to work. What we do is provide wage loss benefits, medical coverage, and support to help get people back to work after they've had a work-related injury or illness. Uh, we're funded by premiums that are paid by Ontario businesses, and in for, in receipt for those premiums, uh, they receive no-fault collective liability insurance. Um, and with that insurance, they also get access to industry-specific health and safety information. Uh, not everybody knows this, but uh, WSIB is one of the largest insurance organizations in North America. Uh, we cover over 5 million people. And we're in over 300,000 workplaces uh, across the province. All right. There you go. There's the elevator pitch uh, for WSIB. Now, um, I'm a, I'm a uh, business owner in Ontario. Do I need WSIB coverage? I know in a lot of cases, insurance is required, but is this required? Can I opt out? Can I choose to take it or not take it? Yeah, that's a great question, Ken, uh, because it's not always crystal clear, you know, especially for uh, for small businesses or new businesses that are just getting off the ground. They have so much on the go, um, so it's it's not always uh, easy to understand whether or not uh, you need to to have WSIB insurance. So the best advice I could give would be to to come see us online. We have a specific page on our website. It's called "Do You Need to Register with Us?" You can access it at wsib.ca. And basically, what it is, it's it's a short questionnaire uh, survey that uh, that a business owner can go through, uh, provide some answers to some some very basic questions. And by the end, uh, we'll be able to tell that individual if they have an, uh, an obligation to be registered with us or not. Uh, in scenarios where a business is required to have WSAB coverage, we provide them uh, with 10 calendar days to come forward and, and register their business with us. So what that means is you don't have to have WSAB coverage before you've hired your first worker. Once your business is off the ground, you've maybe hired one or two employees uh, you have 10 calendar days from that point to to come and see us and, and register your business with us online. Um, if a business, you know, potentially determines that, oh, shoot, I've been in operation for a couple of months, I've hired a few employees, uh, I haven't yet registered with the WSIB, uh, that's okay. Uh, that, that person should follow the same process, visit us online, initiate the, the registration process, and, uh, and we'll be able to help you out. Uh, there are some scenarios in which a business uh, is not required to have WSAB coverage, but they may look to opt in. Uh, so they, they're, they're looking to have coverage in place for, for them and their workers. We call that optional insurance. So they can apply to have optional insurance, again, via the same way, complete an online um, registration, 
and uh, and you'll hear from one of our agents to kind of discuss that further. Gotcha. And, and Derek, is it safe to say that the overwhelming majority of employers in Ontario are required to register their business with WSIB? Yeah, I'd say the vast majority can. Uh, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but in most industries, uh, if a worker has been hired, um, there's certainly an obligation there. And, you know, another important thing for people to know is when we say worker or employee, that could also mean family members and relatives. So, um, you know, we, we, we have conversations sometimes where people may not realize that hiring uh, a brother or uh, a cousin or uh, a sibling or, or whatever, um, that, uh, that, that that's not considered a worker. And that's not the case. Uh, so, again, we'd always encourage people, if they're ever questioning things, uh, they're not quite sure, we have a, a great website with a lot of helpful information uh, that people can access to make sure that they're, they're understanding what their obligations are or aren't. Hey, Derek, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think for the most part, many small businesses when they, when they start in Ontario are typically hiring people that they know, sometimes family. So that may be something that they're not aware of. Well, I just hired my brother. Or I just hired my family member and this, they're not an employee. Well, I'm glad you've, you've straightened that out and made that clear. So um, let me ask you about, about what you get for your services in WSIB because, you know, I've, I've been probably paying insurance into, uh, into the, uh, uh, for my vehicle in Ontario for 35 years at least. And to the best of my knowledge, I'm not aware of what services I get back. I don't think it's much, but I know that WSIB provides a lot of services for what the, empo- the employer's premiums that they pay, right? So what are some of those services that Ontario businesses get for the premiums? Yeah, absolutely. So, so like I said earlier, uh, the, the first and foremost thing is they receive uh, no-fault collective liability insurance, uh, and they also get access to industry-specific health and safety information. One thing that I want to make clear is, um, you know, when you're a business paying premiums to the WSAB, uh, in terms of coverage, all businesses receive the same level of, of coverage for their, for their employees. Um, small businesses, for example, um, you know, they have an opportunity to, to join um, our health and safety excellence program. Um, and, uh, and this is a way that they can look to kind of work through, um, some steps, uh, to help keep their team safe at work while at the same time earning rebates on their annual WSAB pro, uh, premiums. Uh, so it's not just open to small business. So I just want to clarify that any size business can come forward and, and look to participate, uh, in our health and safety excellence program. Uh, but for small businesses, uh, for example, um, independently owned or operated businesses that have fewer than 50 employees. Um, every year, they can be recognized through our Small Business Health and Safety Leadership Awards. Uh, and each year, the top three performing businesses, uh, they can also receive a monetary prize. Um, so those would be some of the things that uh, I would want people to know, um, you know, what their premiums are going towards. Um, because, you know, like you mentioned earlier, WSIB in Ontario, um, a lot of businesses have to, to have our, our insurance. Uh, but at the same time, we want them to know that we're here to help. Uh, we have a lot of uh, services um, that we're able to provi- pr- provide them with um, and support them and their workers. Excellent. And we've already done some podcasts on the Health and Safety Excellence Program. And we just had uh, your 2022 bronze uh, winner of the Health and Safety um Small Business Award, uh, Diamond Tree Care and Consulting. So uh, we've got got some examples of both of those programs uh, already on the IHSA Safety Podcast. So um, let's talk about maybe now we've talked about registration. So so a, a, a business in Ontario registers with WSIB to ensure that they've got coverage for themselves and for their workers. Uh, 
Derek, are my responsibilities as an employer then complete? Is that all I have to do? I just register with WSIB and that's it. No more communication, no more interaction. That's uh, that's the nature of the relationship? Yeah, it's a good, good question, Ken. So uh, the short answer is no. Uh, so there, there are a few kind of ongoing responsibilities that uh, you know a, a business needs to keep in mind following their registration with us. Uh, so I'll talk about each of them briefly. The first is uh, their reporting and paying uh, schedule. So when a new business comes uh, to the WSAB, we register them um, on a certain frequency. And, and so that's kind of how many times a year is that business uh, going to be expected to report payroll and pay their premiums to us? The vast majority, Ken, of businesses today are registered with us on a quarterly uh, frequency, which means every three months, um, they have to come forward and provide us with their payroll information uh, and then pay a corresponding premium in order to keep their account up to date. Um, so, you know, we make it as easy as possible um, for businesses to do this. They can visit us online to report their premiums and make payment. Um, you know, we've also introduced a new solution uh, late last year that gives businesses the opportunity to report and pay premiums directly through their online banking portal. So that uh, you know, when business owners are inside their 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 app uh, doing other things, uh, they now have a new quick and easy way to provide WSIB with uh, the information that we need and to kind of help manage their account. Um, so that would be the first one I would want people to know that there's an ongoing report and pay kind of requirement with the WSIB. And the second, uh, which may sound obvious, but uh, the need to make sure that if an injury or illness happens on the job. Um, that those are being reported uh, to us as well. And so um, businesses, in the event of an injury uh, or illness, um, they can visit us online at wsib.ca slash reporting to complete a, a an online Form 7. Um, and uh, Form 7s, we require those to come in um, within three days of an, of an accident or, or incident happening uh, on the workplace. So I'd encourage people, uh, especially on the reporting and injury or illness side, um, visit us online. We have a lot of um, helpful information on our website uh, to help business businesses and, and owners understand if they do have an obligation to report an injury or illness. Because, you know, it's not always black and white. Uh, sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Um, so we have a lot of different examples that uh, somebody can look through on our website just to help them understand whether or not, uh, you know, this is a scenario that they need to report uh, to the WSIB. All right. Um, so let's talk about, hey, Derek, let's talk about money, for example, uh, you know, in terms of what does Ontario uh, businesses pay? So let's let's say that uh, I've opened up Ken Rayner's lemonade stand at the bottom of my driveway, and I've registered it with WSIB, and I've hired my uh, our 18-year-old son as, as, as my additional worker. And let's compare it to my neighbor's company, who's a 25-person demolition company that that, that deals uh, mostly in ICI construction. Are we going to be paying the same amount of premiums? Is Ken's Lemonade Stand going to be paying the same as a demolition company? And if if not, and then how does that exactly work? Yeah, no, it's it's a good question, Ken. So, you know, I'll do my best to kind of explain uh, how we how we approach our rate setting. Um, and again. There's there's uh, a lot of information available on online that that tries to tries to simplify how we approach rate setting here at the WSIB. Um, so getting back to your question, uh, no. So each business covered by the WSIB pays a rate that reflects their industry and their own experience. So we use a two-step approach. 
the first is that when a new business comes forward, we obviously, um, you know, we obviously through our registration process have an understanding as to the type of work that they do. And with that information, it allows us to assign them a classification code under the North American Industry Classification System. So it's, it's NAICS for short, N-I-C-S. And uh, there's various classes and subclasses um, within that, that system. And, uh, and then we're able to um, basically assign a classification code to that business that reflects um, you know, the type of work that they do. So once we've done that and we've set the class, um, as part of our, our rate setting model, we then look to the business's um, individual rate. So each class, subclass, like I said, has a rate associated with it. Um, and that rate is reflected of kind of the shared risk of all businesses that are involved in that type of work. Um, so for example, businesses that fall uh, kind of in a very similar uh you know, realm of the work that they do uh, and their risk would pay a, a similar premium rate. Um, what we also do, though, is um, we have these things called risk bands, and, and I won't get into all the specifics, but uh, basically as part of our, our, our model, businesses have the ability to move upwards or downwards from the class rate based on their experience. And by experience, we mean how they're performing, um, you know, health and safety wise, how many claims are coming in, those types of things. So um, that at a certain point gives that employer an individual rate that they um, that they pay. And that could look different from business to business, depending on their overall experience. And so that's why, you know, health and safety um, prevention, it's very important because um, the work that gets put into those things can have a real uh, impact uh, or reflection on the actual premium rate that gets paid by a, by a certain business. So I, I hope I haven't uh, confused you too much. I, I, I know that's a lot of information. Like I said, um, our website's fantastic for really trying to simplify our approach towards rate setting. Uh, and I'd encourage people to go check it out uh, if they're ever looking to understand more. Excellent. And we're going to have those links up on our podcast channel. So someone can go in and take a look if they're Ken's Lemonade stand, what they're potentially going to pay. And if they're a demolition company, they, they may be paying a little bit of a different rate based on what you uh, what you just stated. So um, I want to ask you about something, Derek, that I've used many times in the past, which I think is a great tool, particularly as a homeowner, and that's e-clearance certificates. So I've had many instances where I've had um, someone solicit for some business, whether it's, you know, redoing the driveway or reshingling the, uh, the roof. And I've asked them about WSIB insurance and I pulled out the iPhone and quickly looked up in the e-clearance, whether they have a valid e-clearance certificate. And I tell you, it's been very eye-opening for some of those representatives that say, no, well, listen, we have insurance. And I said, well, I know you've got insurance if you put a hole in my roof I don't know that you have insurance if you put a hole in your head, right? So let's let's talk about that one. So share us. This been it's been a great service, and I really you know I use it all the time. Maybe a little bit more about the e-clearance certificates um, from a from WSIB's perspective. Yeah, sure, Ken. I'll, I'll do my best to kind of explain uh, what a clearance is, why we have them, why they're important. So. Really what a clearance is, it's it's just a unique number uh, that's issued by the WSIB to a registered business. And a valid kind of clearance shows that a business is registered with us and that they are staying up to date in terms of their premium reporting and payment. So 
Um, it's, it's something that we provide a business to say, yeah, you're registered, uh, you're doing all the right things, you're up to date. And uh, so clearances are typically provided by contractors. So for example, a certain company that's hired to do some work. And they'll be asked oftentimes by principals who are, you know, the companies or the individuals that are paying to have some work done. Um, and clearances should always be provided ahead of any work starting. Uh, that's an important part of, of the clearance kind of model that we have. And so to your point earlier, we make it as easy as possible for businesses to access clearance certificates. Uh, it can be done and managed completely online. Uh, clearance status is something that's public knowledge. So, um, you know, to your point earlier, uh, anybody can really go online, visit our clearance portal, type in a company's name and be able to see if that business is in good standing. Um, or if they're not in good standing, it means that, that there's probably some information that might be outstanding. Um, so, uh, there's, there's kind of two different views that customers can access. One of them is the public view, um, that you don't have to log in to use. You can just go onto our website uh, and check it out. The other is actually within our online services portal. So a lot of businesses who uh, do business with us online, they use eClearance inside the portal. And that just provides them with some additional kind of um, tools to help manage um, their clearances. For example, they can see the history of clearances that they've created. They can keep things like, uh, you know, contractor or principal lists to help stay organized, et cetera. Excellent. Great tool. So a great tool for a contractor who wants to proactively show that they're doing all the right things and they've got coverage for their em employees and they've got that big green check mark on the clearance certificate. And for a member of the general public that's hiring somebody, a great opportunity for them to validate that this information is real time and up to date. And what they're seeing is right there, right then and there uh, um, on their screen. So that's great. Um, okay, uh, Derek, last question for you. I know WSIB is working really hard to improve services, constantly improve it for um, businesses in Ontario. Everybody is, is, you know, trying to work smarter, not necessarily harder. So what are some of those things that WSIB is doing to help all of us work smarter in 2023? Yeah. So, you know, you hit the nail on the head, Cam. We're, we're always looking ways, to, looking for ways to, to make doing business with the WSIB um, as easy, simple as possible. Um, so we've done a lot of good things uh, over the last couple of years, uh, a couple of which I'll touch on in a few moments. But um, that's exactly it. We want to make the services that we provide easy and accessible for people to come and use. Um, I talked a little bit about it earlier, but I'll just touch on it again once more. When it comes to, you know, reporting premiums and making payments, um, we've, we've introduced a new solution uh, late last year that allows businesses the opportunity to do that directly through their online banking. They can go in, uh, do whatever other business they need to do within their online banking portal. Uh, and before they're done, they can they can stop in, report, and pay premiums to the WSIB. So that was a, a good change that came in late last year um, that we know people are, are excited about and they're accessing. Another thing I wanted to talk about was last year we, we expanded our online services. So businesses now have 24 access to real-time uh, real claims-related info. Um, they can look up things like claim status, latest payment, approved benefits. They can submit documents right to the claim uh, claim file and even send us a direct message uh, if they need to do so. Um, so we were happy to, uh, to introduce that change late last year, and we know it's benefiting a lot of businesses. Another thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, we're, we're starting to become uh, 
more of a paperless organization. So earlier this year, um, we stopped sending out paper statement of accounts to our businesses. Uh, you know, we we were able to have a, a lot of them who may not have been signed up for online services to kind of make the transition over and, and start to do a little bit more of account management uh, using our online services. So um, this has helped us obviously cut down on a whole lot of paper uh, that we would send out every month um, for statement of accounts. Uh, but it also acts as, as a, a, a very clean, simple way for businesses to keep a, a good record of their, their statements. Um, and, you know, this, this is no different than many other organizations out there today, uh, you know, starting to send less paper. Um, obviously, there's a lot of environmental pros in doing so. And so we're kind of following suit and, uh, and helping people work with us online. Um, another thing I, I would mention is that uh, for, for quite a while now, we've extended our, our phone hours of service. So for those scenarios where a customer may have a complex question and need to speak with an agent, uh, our phone lines are open from 7.30 a.m. to 6 o'clock p.m., Monday to Friday. Just gives businesses, uh, business owners who we know are so busy already, a little bit extra time in the day to uh, to give us a call if they need to do so, and uh, we're always able to uh, to uh, pick up the phone, answer any questions that uh, that uh, businesses may have. Excellent, Derek. Thank you so much. That was that was terrific. We got a really good uh, introduction to uh, the WSIB services. I think everyone has got uh, an opportunity to to hear a little bit about uh, what it is that WSIB provides to those businesses that pay premiums into uh, WSIB. And I think it's important to note too, for those for those in the construction, the electric utility, and the transportation industry, once you register with WSIB, you automatically become a member of the Infrastructure Health and Safety Association, IHSA. And what does that mean? Well, like that old American Express commercial, you know, membership has its privileges. You receive access to free training, reduced training in terms of cost, like so it's subsidized. You've got, um, you know, we've got free products that you can uh, order and uh, put up in your workplace, whether it's, you know, uh, posters, um, whether we've got manuals to help you be able to make sure you're doing the jobs correctly and, and addressing those hazards. Lots of different services, podcasts as we're listening today, a magazine, um, you know. So please take please take advantage of of those of those services. Remember, you know, you've you've got all kinds of um, assistance at IHSA. So um, for those people that are now members of uh, the IHSA because they pay premiums into uh, WSIB, um, take advantage of those services. So Derek, thanks again for being here today. Wonderful to have you. Um, really appreciate the information you shared. Yeah, my pleasure, Ken. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, enjoyed uh, enjoyed spending some time with you and uh, you know, hopefully people out there uh, find some of this information helpful. I'm sure they will. So thanks again uh, for the opportunity and uh, it was a pleasure. Great, thanks Derek. And thanks to the listeners for listening to the IHSA Safety Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like us on your podcast channel and visit us at ihsa.ca for a wealth of health and safety resources and information. The IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening.
Start each workday by reinforcing awareness and control of hazards in your workplace with a five-minute safety talk. IHSA's free safety talks manual covers over 150 topics such as personal protective equipment and traffic control with more topics added all the time. Visit IHSA.ca to download your free IHSA safety talks manual today.